It's fourth quarter, and many of us are planning for the new year. As we are looking at Thanksgiving, looking at Christmas, we're also looking at 2024 and what is that going to look like for our businesses, for our ministries, and for our lives. But are we only looking at external goals? The best way to prepare for 2024 is through self-reflection and transformation. Let's talk about it. Hey friend, this is Sherry Jones, your Speak Life coach. Welcome to Sherry Speaks Life podcast. I'm excited you're here. On this podcast, you will learn the value of speaking life regardless of your circumstances. You're invited to join the conversation on your favorite podcast platform, or you can watch me live on Facebook or YouTube at Sherry Speaks Life. Are you ready to speak life? Let's get started. Hello, 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 everybody. Good morning and happy Friday. If you are watching this live, it is Friday, November 3rd. Is it the 3rd or the 4th? It's the 3rd. (laughs) Y'all, this year is flying by. This year is flying by. And so I am excited to be before you all today. For another episode of Sherry Speaks Life podcast, I come on live on Fridays at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to share some information with you about speaking life. And for me, speaking life is taking your negative words and thoughts and transforming them into positive ones rooted in the word of God. And so I want to help you to make speaking life a lifestyle. You can speak life in every area of your life. As you are coming on, please go ahead and share this broadcast. Why? Because sharing is caring. And there's someone out there that needs this message. And so if you're watching live on Facebook or you're watching the replay, share it. If you are watching on YouTube later, share it. If you're listening later on the podcast, share it. Because today we are going to be diving in to an important topic and something that has really been on most of our lives, on um, minds lately, because we're in the fourth quarter. It is November. Y'all, it seems like 2023 went by kind of fast. Or or is it just me? (laughs) I think, you know, as you get older, they say, Time goes by a little faster, but for me, it really seems like 2023 went by fast. So today we are talking about how are you preparing for 2024? It's time to get ready, y'all. It's time to think about it. If you are a business owner, you are preparing for Black Friday. You're looking at your goals um, that you set at the beginning of the year and trying to figure out, did you meet those goals and what do you need to do to meet those goals? And then you're planning for what you're going to do next year. If you have ministry, then now you're looking at things like me with Glory Cares Women's Network. You're looking at things and anything that needs to change. You're looking at um, your team. You're just looking at all kinds of things. And then looking at our lives. What do we need to do different in our lives to prepare for 2024? What are our what are our goals if you're married? What is your you and your spouse's goals for 2024? If you have children, what are your children going to be doing in 2024? Uh maybe you have you might have a young person that's preparing to graduate from high school. So what is that going to look like in 2024? Um going to college and all of those changes that may be going on. Um if you're single, you may just be looking at 
um, how you want to do things different in 2024. How are you going to manage your finances better? Um, are you going to purchase a new home or move to a new location? What are you going to be doing with your job? Are you looking for a promotion? There's so many things, y'all that we need to be looking at for 2024. And it could become overwhelming because you may be like, wow, this is a lot. Or maybe just me naming off those things <laughs> may have sounded overwhelming to you because you may not have even thought about all of those things and what you need to do. But what I want us to talk about today is not just those external goals with finances and your goals for your business and your, your ministry or, or the trips that you want to take or who's graduating and who's doing what. I want us to really look at our internal goals, our inner man, our soul goals. What is our relationship with God looking like? What changes do we need to make with that? How do we need to be more connected to him? How do we need to strengthen our relationship with him? Because if we get that right, then everything else, right, is going to fall into place. And so I myself, I have been doing a lot of reflection and thinking about my relationship with the Lord um, because you never arrive. Okay. I just want you to know, no matter what you're doing, if you're a minister, if you're a pastor, if you're working in ministry, if you're a founder of a ministry, if you are teaching Sunday school or you're a Bible teacher, or you are a missionary, you're going out traveling and doing missions. Or if you're a street minister and you're out in the streets, the highways and the byways, ministering to people and sharing your testimony and passing out tracts, you could be doing all the things, but there's always something that we can do to strengthen our relationship with the Lord. Our relationship with the Lord is not contingent on the things that we're doing. I'm going to repeat that. Our relationship with the Lord is not contingent on the things that we're doing. Of course, we're doing those things because we love the Lord and we desire to please the Lord. But you do you know you could be doing all of the things? You could be preaching every Sunday. And your relationship with the Lord be jacked up. I know you're like, well, Sherry, no, that is not possible. How is that not possible? How is that possible? It's possible, y'all. God can use us. We could be doing great and powerful things. But our relationship with the Lord, our connection with the Lord, our commitment to the Lord is not exactly where it needs to be. And so that's what I want us to um, focus on. Let's focus on that this morning. I just want to acknowledge who all is on. I see Reverend Diane. I see Cassandra. Cassandra says, soul goals. I like that. Praise God. Praise God. Child, that just came to me, Lord. Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. <laughs> but yes, that's what we need to do. We need to be focusing on our soul goals. And so how do we do that? You may be saying, well, Sherry, okay, you done stepped on my toes now. I don't know. I don't know. So what do I need to do? What kind of questions do I need to be asking myself? So let's dive into it. First of all, are you fully committed to doing God's will? Are you fully committed to doing God's will? And uh, during the walking and glory experience that we just had last weekend with Glory Cares Women's Network, y'all, if you missed it, you missed a treat. It was absolutely amazing. Um, Coach Tina Pearson taught us about obedience. And she stepped on some toes <laughs> talking about obedience. Reverend Jody talked about finances. 
stepped on some toes about getting your finances together. Dr. Juanita talked about our mental health and, and are we really working on our mental health? Are we seeking the help that we need? Stepping on toes, but it was so good, y'all. It was so good. So all of that comes in line with are we committed to doing God's will? So what is God's will? God's will for us is that we glorify him, that we glorify him. And, and that's what we talk about a lot in Glory Cares Women's Network, that we glorify him in everything that we do. His, our purpose is to praise God. Our purpose is to share the good news with others. Our purpose and his will for our lives is for us to um, glorify him. And so are we fully committed to doing that? Are we fully committed to doing his will that no matter what he tells us to do, no matter what he shows us to do, even if it looks absolutely crazy, absolutely ridiculous, it doesn't make any sense to us in our natural minds. Are we fully committed to doing it? Have we surrendered our will for his will? Have we truly surrendered our lives to do what he is calling us to do? What is his will? How does he want you to glorify him? How does he want you to use the gifts and the talents and everything that he has deposited in you? How does he want you to use those things? What is his will for your life? His will for Jesus was that Jesus died on the cross for our sins. He was the sacrifice and Jesus fulfilled God's will for his life by doing that. So what are you willing to sacrifice? Because it's a sacrifice, y'all. It's a sacrifice to be fully committed. I know there was a gospel song that said that I'm fully committed. Y'all know I can't say, but <laughs> I mean, but that song was real, y'all. Are we fully committed? Are we 10 toes down as they say? For the Lord. Are you committed to doing his will? Are you committed to following his way? Are you committed to following his word? And doing the things and using your life to glorify him. Are you committed to that? I don't know. I'm asking. And if you look and you do some self-reflection and you realize there's some, some ways that you haven't been fully committed. Maybe you haven't been totally obedient. Partial obedience is still disobedience. Maybe there's some things that he has called you to do that you haven't done. Because you haven't made that total commitment. Maybe there's some things that you haven't been willing to sacrifice. Because you're like, well, his grace is sufficient. His grace covers everything. So, you know, I can still do these things over here. I can still dibble and dabble and do all that. And, and I'm still saved. But are you committed, y'all, to glorifying him? Yeah, we all fall short. We all do things uh, that we shouldn't do. But we can't use God's grace as an excuse to live any kind of way. Are we willing to sacrifice? What are we willing to do? And so I want to share uh, this Bible verse with you all as well regarding this. Romans 12 and 1. This is the New King James Version. It says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. 
as a believer, it is your reasonable service to present your body as a living sacrifice, to be fully committed to doing God's will. And, and I'm saying I'm not perfect. I had to do some self-reflection like, okay, Lord, am I, am I really fully committed to doing your will? Have there been times where I know you told me to do something that I hesitated or I didn't do it? I could be honest. Yeah. There have been times he told me to speak to someone or to share something or whatever. And I was kind of like, oh, I don't know, Lord, a little hesitant about doing that. And, and sometimes I ended up still doing it. And sometimes I let it pass by. That's disobedience, y'all. We have to be fully committed. So I'm not just preaching to the choir. I'm asking myself these questions as well. But we want to, we know that being a believer, being a Christ, um, a Christian, being a disciple of Christ, a follower of Christ, takes sacrifice. It, can't, it takes surrendering your will and, and accepting his will. Okay? So we want to present our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is our reasonable service. That's just the basics, y'all. <laughs> That's just the basics. We think about it. That's just the basics. Be committed. Mm -mm. Now, Reverend Diane says, we can't be part in and part out. We have to choose one. We can't serve two masters. You are talking good, sis. Thank you. Praise God. Praise God. That's so true, y'all. We can't be part in and part out. You can't have your foot dabbling in the world and then your foot dabbling in the, you know, in the body of Christ. We can't do that. I saw this illustration and I sent it to some people on Instagram and the preacher and some people were kind of thinking he was going to the extreme, but I thought it was so powerful. He was standing between two ladders and he had one foot on one and one foot on the other. And so he was straddling the ladders and he was saying, y'all, we can't do that. We have to be either all in for God, all in for the world. You can't stay like that. You're not going to be able to stay like that. And you're not going to be able to elevate doing that. Because the way, the way he was straddling that ladder, he couldn't go up. He couldn't go down. He couldn't go anywhere. He was stuck. So it was like when we try to, as Reverend Diane said, have one foot in and one foot out, we can't grow. We just stuck. But if we move and we shift and we fully commit to God and we put both of our feet down in the word and in the word of God and in living for God, then we can go higher. Then we can grow. Then we can elevate. And now if we choose to go with the world, it's going to lead to destruction. Yeah, you can go up and higher, but, you, but you, you're headed to a path of destruction. And you may feel like you're going higher because maybe you're gaining material things and you're gaining accolades and you're gaining influence. But y'all, that's not worth your soul. That's not worth your soul. So y'all, we got to be fully committed Fully committed. Uh, Cassandra says, all in. That's right. That's right. Reverend Diane says, good analogy. Yeah, it was a great, and I loved when he did that. You know, and some people, of course, in the comments was like, oh, OSHA regulations, and oh, he doing too much. But somebody in that congregation really needed to visualize it and see what it looked like to be straddled between those two ladders and not be able to go up or down. Somebody needed that. Um, and I thought it was good. <laughs> So that's the thing that we need to do, y'all. 
we need to ask ourselves, are we fully committed to doing God's will? All right. Now, the next questions we need to ask ourselves is what's hindering your relationship with God and how can you remove those roadblocks? What is hindering your relationship with God and how can you remove those roadblocks? What's hindering you? Is it unforgiveness? Is it doubt? Is it uh, low self-esteem? Is it not feeling worthy, not feeling good enough, not feeling valued, um, not feeling uh, capable? You know, what, what's, what's hindering you? Is it not trusting him? Because that's a big one, y'all. And sometimes we think we trust God. Like, oh, come on, I trust God. I sure do. Do, 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 do. But then when a situation comes and you really got to trust him, when you can't depend on nobody else on this earth and you really got to put all your trust in God, that, that's when the real test comes. Do you really trust him? Do you trust him to provide your needs? Do you trust him to lead and guide you in the right way? Are you still trying to hold on to control and do things yourself and figure it out yourself? There's a um, young lady. She's a um, TikToker and she's on Instagram as well. Ariel Fitz. I love her. A Ariel Fitz. And she has this saying, I'm going to see for myself. I'm going to see for myself. And so all of her little skits, it's like her talking to God. And, you know, a lot of it, some of it is funny because she's talking about dating because she's single. And she'll be asking God, is he the one? You know, or should I do this? Or should I do that? And God will be like, mm -mm, it's not him. It's not him. And she'll be like, mm, I'm going to see for myself. And then she'll go and see for herself. And then she got to come back to God and say, oh, yeah, God, you were right. Is that you? Are you trying to see for yourself? Or are you trusting God? What is hindering your relationship with God? What is hindering you from being fully committed? What is hindering you from really connecting to him in the way that he desires? What's blocking you? And how can you remove those roadblocks? What do you need to do to remove those roadblocks? Think about it. You know, this is a rhetorical question. <laughs> uh, because, you, you know, but do that self-reflection. Think about it. What is stopping you? What's hindering your relationship? How can you remove those roadblocks? You know, is it um, unforgiveness? Is it someone that you need to forgive, that you need to let go? Because as we know, forgive, forgiveness is for us. Not for the other person. It's not letting them off the hook. It's not saying that they didn't do what they did. But it's releasing us from that bondage. Because unforgiveness is bondage. You know? What is hindering you? Do you, as the other example, do you still have one, one foot in the world? And you're still doing things that you know you shouldn't be doing. That you know God told you to stop doing. But did you're still doing it. Because you're not fully committed. And it's, it's hindering you. It's blocking you from elevating in your relationship with the Lord. It's stopping you from growing in your relationship with the Lord. Do you have a, um, a problem with faith? Is, this, is it hard for you to have faith? You know, we know that faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. 
Is it hard for you to hold on and have faith for something you don't see? Is that something you need to work on? What can you do to remove those roadblocks? And I know um, with me, as, as some of you all know, I am a Christian life coach and I, and I have a program and I help women to remove, to uproot those roadblocks that's hindering their relationship with the Lord so that you can move forward and you can do the things that God is calling you to do. It, it's so exciting to see breakthrough, to see revelation and that self-awareness to know, hey, this is what's hindering me. This is what's stopping me. This is what I'm going to do to fix it. So, so let's reflect on that. What is hindering our relationship with the Lord? Oh, good morning, Patrice. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining. All right. And with that, <clears throat> let's look at Romans 12 and 2. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. It all goes back to the will of God. But we have to not conform to this world. We have to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. So when we're taking that time and we're looking at what's hindering our relationship with God and how we're going to remove those roadblocks, we're renewing our minds. We're shifting our perspective. We're shifting how we see things and how we think about things so that we can do the will of God. Okay. And then the last question that we really need to think about is what do you need to remove or add to your life in order to strengthen your relationship with God? What are those things that you need to remove? What are those things that you're still indulging in that's, that's not right or that's hindering you from fully committing to the Lord? I can say for me, transparency, uh, I like, you know, shows, TV shows, reality shows and things like that. I like dating shows, <laughs> you know, and some of them are good and some of them are a little ratchet and some of them I probably don't need to be watching, you know, and and I've done real good. Like because I stopped watching some stuff, no shade to Real Housewives, y'all to still watch that. But I've been stopped watching Real Housewives years and years and years ago because it got to the point where it was just like ratchet, ratchet, ratchet. And then there was a little a show called Little Women of L.A. And I was watching that at first because I really wanted to understand and learn more, you know, but then it became just another ratchet show, you know, and I had to stop watching those things. And I worked hard. I work hard to be mindful of the things that I see, what's going in my eye gate, what's going in my ear gate. Um, so with music, I I'm very lyric driven. So I want to know what these lyrics talking about, what we saying, what we doing. And so if it's something that's kind of, you know, ratchet and raunchy, I turn it off. But sometimes I still slip up watching stuff or seeing stuff or hearing stuff that maybe I shouldn't do. And so now with my self-reflection, I, I realize I need to be more mindful of that. I need to be more careful with that. And I need to have that willpower to turn that thing off. <laughs> And not watch that particular show um, or indulge in that particular music. 
And sometimes you can't help it, y'all, because, you know, you you're around and you're out and about. So you're going to hear different things, you know, um, and sometimes it's not in your control. Uh, but you can try to kind of maybe stop yourself from getting all in with it and jamming, <laughs> you know, when you know that it's not necessarily a good song or it's not a good show um, that you should be watching. And so, you know, what are the things that you need to remove? You know, what is something that that you do? Maybe it's a, um, a television show that you like to watch that, you know, you shouldn't watch. Um, maybe it's a, um, a magazine or something that you're looking at that, you know, you shouldn't look at it. Maybe it's stuff on the Internet. Uh, maybe it's TikTok because y'all know TikTok can have some raunchy stuff on there. Uh, some stuff is good. It's not all bad, but sometimes they have some crazy stuff on there. OK, social media. Do you need to pull back from social media? Um, do you be, need to be more mindful of who you're following on social media, making sure that you're following people that have good content and not people that are, you know, have content that goes against your morals and your values as a Christian? What do you need to do? And then what do you need to add? Do you need to study your word more? That's me. I need to be more intentional um, and, 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 and really diving into the word more you know do you need to spend more time in worship with the lord do you need to spend more time serving are there ways that you can serve your community are there ways that you can serve your church that you need to do more of so what are those things to add it's not just stuff to remove but what are the things that you can add to strengthen and enhance your relationship with god uh, Cassandra says, uh, when there's a lot of beeping, I try not to watch it. Exactly. Exactly. Me too. Once they start to doing a whole bunch of bleep, 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 bleep. I'm like, uh-uh. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I need to be watching this right now. But sometimes the storyline is so good, you just overlook the bleeps and you just still watching it. And so, yeah, yeah. And then Cassandra says, amen, all of the above. That's right. Yeah, let's let's do this ref reflection. And so what do you need to remove and what do you need to add to your life in order to strengthen your relationship with God? Think about it. It's, it's, it's all personal. You know, and, and it may not look the same for you and your, you know, your sister or your brother in Christ. They may be dealing with different things, uh, but find you an accountability partner. If there's some things that you know you need to work on and you're like, I really need help. I want to make sure that I'm staying, you know, committed to removing these things or adding these things. And you got a friend that's working on the same thing. Y'all be partners and keep each other accountable on the things that you're working to do in order to strengthen your relationship with God. Okay. And so you all, just a recap again, we're talking about how are you prepared for 2024? And we're talking about soul goals, <laughs> not just those external goals, finances and, and all that stuff that you're wanting to do. But what are your soul goals? What are the things that you need to do internally to prepare for 2024? And not just 2024, but the rest of your life. You know, we're focusing on, oh, yeah, the new year is coming. But what do you what are these things that you're going to do are going to impact the rest of your life? You need to ask yourself, are you fully committed to doing God's will? What's hindering your relationship with God and how can you remove those roadblocks? 
And what do you need to remove or add from your life in order to strengthen your relationship with God? So those are the questions to ask yourself. Ask yourself those questions. And if you're just hopping on, make sure you go back and watch the replay because we really dived into each one of those points and gave you some things to think about and some things to do uh, to help with answering those questions. And just to remind you of our verse. Um, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. I like what it says. It says your reasonable service. So that, that's that's just the basics, y'all. That's just what you're supposed to do. Right. But we make it seem so hard. I can't present my body as a living sacrifice. I can't sacrifice nothing. I don't need to sacrifice nothing because, you know, God's grace covers me. And so I can just live any kind of way. Nah, bro. Nah, sis. It's telling us right there. Present your bodies as a living sacrifice. What are you willing to sacrifice for the Lord? And then verse two tells us, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Always go back to the will of God. And let's be transformed. Renew our minds. Don't be conformed to this world. If you're a believer, you shouldn't be like the world. You shouldn't be looking and acting and talking like them. There should be something different. And the word tells us as well, like we're a peculiar people. People should see something different about you. Your light should shine bright in the darkness of this world. And so... That's what I wanted to talk to you all about today to make sure that we are preparing for the new year, that we are setting those soul goals, that we are asking ourselves these questions to know what we can do. And if you need help with that, um, I do have my push coaching program where I help women to push, to push before to your goals. The P is to pursue God and your purpose. The U, uproot mindset blocks. The S is speak life and shift your perspective. And the H is hold on to your faith. And we can help you to do that. And we can help you to do that. And I have the ticker going across there. If you're interested in booking a consultation with me to really take that time to dive deep and to push so that you can really do that self-reflection, that transformation, and that you can achieve your soul goals, not just for 2024, but for the remainder of your life so that you can do the things that God is calling you to do. All right. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm so sorry, y'all, my allergies and stuff. Cassandra says, good content and self-reflection questions. Thank you so, so much, Cassandra. Thank you so much. Y'all ask yourself those questions and do that self-reflection. So you all, <clears throat> I am going to go ahead and close us out in prayer. And I just ask that you, you know, share Share this broadcast again. If there's someone that you know that needs um, a reminder of these questions that needs to do this self-reflection, and that's everybody, <laughs> then please share this broadcast with someone and bless them with this content or tag them in this broadcast um, so that they can 
um, do this self-reflection and transformation in their lives and that they could be prepared for not just 2024, but for the remainder of their lives. All right. So let's go before the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, I come to you right now, Lord, thanking you, thanking you and praising you, Lord, and just glorifying you for who you are. Lord, I ask that you are with us and that you help us to reflect on these questions so that we can prepare and so that we can really transform our lives, not just for 2024, but for the remainder of our lives, that we can draw near to you, that we can be fully committed to your will in our lives, that we can stand bold and confident and committed to your will and your way. Lord, that we can look at the things that's hindering our relationship with you and how we can remove those roadblocks. How can we remove those roadblocks? Show us. Show us what we need to do. And then, Lord, show us what we need to add or remove from our lives to strengthen our relationship with you. Show us. And, Lord, help us to do it. Help us to make the necessary changes. Help us to make the sacrifices that's necessary to truly be your disciples, to truly be followers of Jesus Christ, to truly surrender our lives to your will and your way. And so, Lord, help us to do that. And, Lord, if there's anyone out there that does not know you as Lord and Savior, so they don't know even the the first steps of submitting their lives to you. Lord, I ask, Lord, that you prick their hearts right now, Lord, and that they make the decision to surrender all to you. And Lord, they need to uh, just acknowledge that they are a sinner and that they want to repent, turn away from their sins, believe in their heart um, that Jesus died on the cross for their sins and arose on the third day. And ask you to come into their life and transform it and confess these things with their mouth. And Lord, if they do that, then they are saved and they have been guaranteed the gift of eternal life. And so we praise God for anyone that has done that with sincerity and and with the commitment of wanting to live their lives for you. We praise God for that. And Lord, if there are any believers out there that have gone astray and maybe they've turned away from the faith, they've backslidden and, and, and they want to return to you and they want to reconnect with you and they want to recommit to you. Lord, I ask that you receive them now and they just confess with their mouth and, and ask you to forgive them for turning away and say that they want to be recommitted and rededicate their lives to you. If they confess that with their mouth and you have received them, And so, Lord, I thank you for that. Lord, I ask that you help us with these self-reflection questions, that you help us to be who you have called us to be, that you help us to present our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to you, which is our reasonable service. It's what we've been created to do. 
And so I thank you, Lord. Lord, I ask that you bless every person that's under the sound of my voice. Bless them abundantly. Meet every need that they have. Bless them financially. Bless them in their health. Bless them in their relationships with family and friends. And bless them spiritually. And elevate them, Lord. Draw them closer to you. Help them to grow in their relationship with you. And so, Lord, I thank you. I praise you. And we count these requests already done. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen, amen, and amen. And so I pray that this has been a blessing to you all. Please don't forget to connect with me, uh, Sherry Jones. You can connect with me at Sherry Speaks Life on all platforms. Well, not all, but Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. <laughs> connect with me. Follow me at Sherry Speaks Life. Go to my website, sherryspeakslife.com and go to um, the coaching tab and you'll see more about my coaching services. Um, you can look at my books. You can listen to past episodes of the podcast. You can do all the things on sherryspeakslife.com. So it's a one-stop shop. And so I encourage you all to do that. And I will be back next Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for another episode of Sherry Speaks Life podcast. Thank you all again for taking time out of your day, taking time out of your schedule to connect with me. I see Latasha is on. Hello to Latasha. Thank you so much for joining. Please, again, don't forget. Don't forget to share this broadcast uh, with someone that you know it will be a blessing to. Reverend Diane says, amen. Thank you so much for your faithfulness. Love you. I love you too. Thank you so much. Praise God. Hey, sis. Hey, Latasha. Thank you all so, so much for joining me. All right, ladies. Um, and if there's any gentlemen that come on later or listen later, thank you all so, so much. And remember, but I always tell y'all, this is your first time tuning in. You may not know it, but you'll you'll get it, okay? But what I always tell you all is that we must always, not just when we feel like it, not just when it's convenient, but we must always speak life. You all take care and be blessed. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Sherry Speaks Life Podcast. I hope it was a blessing to you and taught you something new about speaking life. I would love to connect with you. Visit SherrySpeaksLife.com to learn more about my coaching program, my books, and other services. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Sherry Speaks Life. I look forward to chatting with you next time. Remember to always speak life.